Hello everyone and welcome to the Movie Shed Podcast. I am, of course, your cinema-loving, shed-dwelling host, Mike. Today I'm going to try something a little different. I'm not going to talk about film techniques or the various arguments of the film industry. No, no. Today I've decided, since this is the holiday season, to give myself a small present. So, let's talk Bond, James Bond. With the sad recent passing of Sean Connery, I started looking back at the iconic role that introduced him to me and the world, more or less, James Bond. I remember being a... I was probably six, seven, when I saw my first 007 film, starring Sean Connery. And it was Dr. No. Oh, man. It was such such an experience. Up until that point, as a kid, I never watched... I had never watched a film that dealt with espionage. Now, I'm going to have to kind of put it out there. I'm not that young. I grew up during the Cold War. And being as it was the Cold War, espionage was a big part of, well, daily existence, really. And so this really just fit in quite well to the time time period. And I got to see all the cool gadgets and these exotic locations. Sean Connery was... A really good and fairly believable secret agent. Now, the thing is, is Sean Connery... Well, Sean Connery's portrayal of Bond my favorite Bond. Well, his portrayal of Bond is one of my favorites. Roger Moore is the other one. It's, It's a real close tie between the two. But what really made Bond for me were the spy gadgets. Oh, man, were there so many awesome and incredible spy gadgets. You had the watch that, you know, could do seemingly anything, and as Q would often point out, it could even tell you the time. (laughs) From pens that would fire a particular round poison dart or something to the various gadgets attached to the car to all sorts of awesome things i think the one of my favorite gadgets is going to have to be <clears throat> is going to have to be the one that was the lotus it was i believe in a lotus esprit that could turn into a submarine That right there, (laughs) absolute gold, absolute, it was freaking hilarious. But that wasn't it, I mean, it also, not to mention it had memorable villains. You had, of course, Dr. No, he was a less memorable, but he was the first, so I remember him quite, quite well. 
But then you had Goldfinger. Oh, Goldfinger. Now there was a funny villain. Driving around in a fancy gold Rolls Royce. With odd job. Oh. There, oh, man. So. Oh, they were good. And they were almost cartoony in their villainous deeds. It was so fun. Now, this might just be me talking. But I always had a fascination with the destinations and the jet set age. The fancy cars and the hotels and the far off and, at least for a kid born in the middle of nowhere in middle America, exotic locations. I mean, hell, it was a Bond movie where I heard about the Lotus Car Company for the first time. I'm sure those of you who live in Europe are like, what rock have you been living under? It was a big one. I, I will tell you that. But it's true. When you're a kid who's growing up in the in middle America, where the predominant car companies that you know of are the big three American auto manufacturers and Japanese car makers. Where are, of course, the British car makers? Well, they don't exist here. I mean, hell, it's only been fairly recently in which you can buy a Fiat, an Italian car, that's not to say I didn't know about some cars, but these, these were, you know, high-performance exotica. You know, the Lamborghinis and the Porsches and the Ferraris. But I'd never heard of Lotus. Little British car firm. And it was because of Bond that I had this incredible love of these awesome cars from the Sean Connery iconic Aston Martin DB5. Still an incredibly beautiful car in my estimation. And the Lotus Esprit. And Lotus in general. Though I have to admit the Asiege looks much better. Now, I love these films. And while the future of 007 is looking less and less like the character that Ian Fleming created, the older films are still here, and so long as I can watch those classics, I could care less what a new Bond might look like. Though, to be perfectly honest with everyone, uh, I watched two of the Daniel Craig-led Bond films, and I haven't really been that interested in following any further. I just haven't. It's just, you know, I, I'd like some more fun. I mean, there's a ton of people who've played Bond in the past, and the Daniel Craig, everyone's like, oh, it's a it's a real gritty and more true-to-life Bond. It's like, you know, that's been done once before. It was licensed to kill. And it was a one-off. Meaning it was the person who played... No, I take that back. I think he might have played a se in a second film. Memory's hazy on that one. But I watched it. It was gritty. Good God, was it gritty. It was the same level of grit level as Daniel Craig's. So, 
I don't know. I just I've lost interest in the new film in the new Bond films. You know, perhaps James Bond has had his day, and new films about his adventures are long past. Only time will tell, I suppose. Much like Sean Connery himself, 007 might not be with us much longer, and that is sad. But we'll still have all of those wonderful memories of happier times to comfort us in our moments of sadness. You know, maybe it's hyperbole that I speak of the passing of James Bond. But honestly, with each iteration of James Bond and each iteration with a new Bond, at the helm. First it was Sean Connery, then it was Roger Moore, then there was a one-off guy, I forget his name, but he only had one film to his to his credit. Uh, that was on his Ma- on Her Majesty's Secret Service, or in Her Majesty's Secret Service. Does anyone ever talk about that particular Bond film? Then you had a license, I think it, no, it wasn't licensed, wasn't licensed to kill. I think it was another one, and then it was licensed to kill. There's so damned many. I will say this, uh, Pierce Brosnan, his, uh, his James Bond films, I, I really do think Pierce was trying to combine the suave debonair air of Sean Connery with the light-hearted British playfulness of Roger Moore, and he was hit and miss with that one. Though some of it was interesting, some of it was not so much. Ow, man, James Bond. The very idea that the guy who created James Bond Ultimate Super Spy was, in fact, a spy. Ian Fleming, he was in the Secret Service. He was in the Secret Service during World War II. He served as a spy. Mainly a desk jockey. He he didn't do too much field work, as far as I am aware. But he was elbow deep in that kind of world, that kind of setting, the setting of wartime, World War II, slowly bleeding into the Cold War that was to follow. Man, oh man. Oh, the fun, interesting stuff. Now, there were some questionable things. Of course, it was they were products of their time, but you cannot deny the entertainment value these films had. You just can't. If I had to pick my favorite James Bond film, hmm, which would it be? I think it would have to be From Russia with Love. I would have to say would probably be my favorite Bond film. But it is a difficult one to say. (laughs) Yes, I like... So many of them. Oh, but I think From Russia With Love might just edge out all the others. Uh, Inter-Majesty's Secret Service, eh, 
and that one's a take it or leave it. Uh, license to kill again, eh, take it or leave it. The Daniel Craig ones again, eh, take them or leave them. Pierce Brosnan more often than not, leave them. <laughs> it's yeah. I suppose if you're if you're cynical and you're thinking, you know, with the latest changes with Bond and you know the passing of the mantle as it were to someone wildly different from what Ian Fleming wrote about as Bond, then I'm sure you could say it's the death of Bond, but you know the 007 series has had a series of let's just say questionable ideas <laughs> and uh it's still ticking around so who knows well that's enough uh gushing on i hope you've enjoyed this little chat with me about one of my favorite characters and film franchises james bond well i think that's it for me for today so it's time to close up the old shed. But I will see y'all next time. <laughs>